This is Mona Lisa Baseball. I mean, think of Sid Bream. Mm. Bonds was trying to throw him out. and that was, that was Bonds' last play as a pirate. Yeah. Then he got paid. He didn't even get him out and he got paid. That <laughs> was a good throw, though. Mm. I guess that was the difference between Bonds and, say, Ichiro, was Bonds was so good in the field, but he didn't have an all-out cannon. It's because he didn't know how to crow hop. Yeah, I guess he wasn't. If a he crow had a hopper, better yeah. crow hop, I mean, how awesome is a good crow hop where the guy? Mm, you ever seen a crow hop where the guy crow hops so <laughs> so high and with such ferocity that he when he's throwing he flips to his destination, whether it be home plate or third, it's the guy downhill. is like falling like somersault. I kind of love that. Man, so in the future, what do the playoffs look like? <laughs> in the year two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> what is the playoff structure? Oh, everybody makes it. 2050. Everybody makes it except the dead fucking last. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, the last team? Only one team yeah. doesn't make the DFLs don't make it. It doesn't have to be two for symmetry. <laughs> yeah, there'd have okay. to be two. All right, the bottom two okay, don't okay. make it. All right. They play each other. They play That's... each other for a special trophy. Dude. There's a play-in for the play-in tournament. Oh, right. A play-in a for play-in the play-in. There's a play-in for the play-in. Right. More playoffs. There you go. You figured it out. Fuck. You're a genius. That was easy. Are there any series left? Is it all just one and done, sudden death games? I mean, at that point, I guess there's sudden death. But there is something to be said for the play-in because sometimes a team can get hot at the right time or healthy at the right time or hot and healthy, and that's the best combo. You got to love to see the 14 seed survive. Until yeah, <laughs> do some damage. They still play 162 in 2050? Ooh. Well, if it's robots, it doesn't matter. They can play 262. They don't get tired. <laughs> oh, I got a magic wand question for all three of you guys. All right. You have it. You're the commissioner. Do you reinstate you can plow into the catcher going into home? The Buster Posey rule? What yes. if the guy who was playing catcher that day wasn't Buster Posey and was just some first-year guy? Would we even have that rule now? Think about that. Like, Buster Posey was loved, therefore rule... Or am I wrong? No, totally. I mean, Ray Fossey got lit up. No one cared for 20 years. Yeah, well, you guys got magic wands in your hand. So tell me, do you reinstate it or not? Hmm. Okay, so I feel like this is a great time to like actually read the rule because I don't know exactly what it says. I'm asking it very simply. Can you fucking plow the catcher or not? <laughs> no, you can't, you can't because we got to protect the players. No. Obviously. I mean, that magic wand. You're the commissioner. Here's my answer. My answer is I'm I'm actually of two houses. Like I'm divided on this. Like mm-hmm. I want to say yes, but I have to say no. Right. Like trust me, the game is more fun if I say yes. I don't want guys out there trying to hurt each other. I want to see a game where they're trying to win the game and not by hurting the other guy. That's why it's a great question. So I have to say no, but I'm like so 50-50 on this. Dude. A3, what do you got? I have to go no because I have PTSD 100% from Posey. And I do wonder all the time if it was anyone else, would it matter? But yeah. I agree. I think it takes away from the game if you're trying to hurt someone versus just trying to be safe. It's not like you can't have contact, but there's got to be some middle ground where you don't just run someone over for the sake of running them over. I can't help but think, actually. I was a second baseman, and um, I got plowed as a second baseman um, one time. I was just uh, – homeboy was stealing second. And I come over to cover and the catcher threw it to the right. So I try and get off the bag a little bit to catch the ball. And 
homeboy just plows me over and I actually got knocked to slightly like a little bit unconscious. You got knocked? I got knocked out, dude. I lost consciousness. Because like, you fell on your head, for I think, like, right? Well, he just plowed me over super hard. Like I was out for two seconds, two to two to three you seconds. Went, you went down hard. I went down and I never even thought that he was going to like run me over. I was just trying to no. catch the ball and then like he was going to slide and avoid me or something. So I didn't see that coming at all. And worst part is I never talked to that dude ever since. I mean, that was a Pony League game and we were homies before that. And like that ruined our friendship. Wow. So what a great story. That was all I was thinking about when you guys were talking about that. You know, I think just to protect the players, which is the league's biggest investment, I think you just got to keep the Buster Posey rule intact. Well, that's mm-hmm. why they made it. I mean, wasn't he out for like a year, right? I think so, yeah. And that is why I think why they made that rule. Yeah. Because he's him- the hero in San Francisco. He's like top G, you know, right. in one of the best-selling parks in the league. Yeah, that was a big hit. The catcher has gear on, but how gnarly were the slides to take out the shortstop or second baseman on double plays? Mm-hmm. Or they're not even going for the base they're just going after you the thing where you do you slide in a second sometimes third with the foot up and you can just crack a guy's leg in half you know at the very mm-hmm. least your cleats are going like into his flesh i mean i see the videos of this and i'm just like dude did you coach tell you to do this because this is they I still mean, try and take him out i mean you know? maybe if it's the ninth inning of the world series like i might understand why someone could get messed up in their head enough to want to hurt somebody to win a game a game I mean, I know we take this seriously. It's a, it's a cool sport, but it is a game. Well, I haven't lost in Yahtzee in 15 years. You just said you lost a friend because of a, a play that laid you out. Like, Yeah, that happened. Uh, you played for the Angels, am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember you out there. Okay, A3, as a proud parent of a baby, future baseball fan, what do you think? <laughs> Very likely. Ballparks, should we be catering to babies? And when I say babies, mm-hmm. I mean like a human that is small and unable to stay awake for like realistically not even a seven inning game okay should we be putting up nets you know should you be able to bring your baby and just sit anywhere in the park no you shouldn't uh you kind of sign a social contract i think when you go anywhere and part of the contract is there's an area for people with babies and i think that you just adhere to that we went to spring training and i brought him with me uh, last ah. last year, I think. Nice. And Heart of the matter. did lawn. And mm. there's like a micro environment to it, right? The little kids that are 8 to 12 have their gloves running around close to the fence. It's perfect. They're trying to catch one. You got old people sitting with us, hanging with the kiddo, watching the kid roll around on a blanket far enough away where statistically less likely to get hit with a ball unless someone bombs it. And I was perfectly fine with that. I think if you want to bring your kid to a game, which you absolutely should do, just think that there are certain areas that everyone knows. I mean, I learned that when I went to Candlestick. Bleachers were a little bit gnarlier. If you sat up top, it was kind of more calm. And I think that that's just part of the contract. They have changing tables um, in club level. They're in the bathroom, like changing tables. Great, yeah. That's what I would say. Club level, go for it. Are there nets in front of club level now? Well, there's always been a giant glass window in club level. I mean, depending on which park you're in. Some of them have outside, some of them have inside. Or both. And you nailed it too. When you have a a little kid, like smaller than three. A baby. Let's classify these small humans as babies, yes. Not a stretch. You know, it's uh, you're not going to make it a full game anyway. It's just more on the parent, I think, than the baby. I think while you're a parent of a small child slash baby, you find areas where you feel more safe with that. And if you're 
a dad who can pull it off holding a beer and a baby and catch a ball, fucking go for it, I guess. Kick him out. I see you dropping the beer and catching the ball, getting him on Sports Center for sure. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that I put it in the bonnet. I posted on Reddit. I don't think the ballpark should be catering to babies, and people lost their fucking minds on me. There, <laughs> and it ended up, you know, because it's like a feedback loop with all these idiots. It ended up with like this guy hates kids. <laughs> mm. That's great. Good spot to put yourself in. I just want to put it on the record. I love kids. Okay. Mm. I even love babies, but I don't think that the baby belongs on the third base line. Okay. Reddit sounds like the wild, wild west, man. Sounds- they fucking hate us. <laughs> they hate you. or is it us? Us? <laughs> No, no. I was, I was saying things like that you would say. All right. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why they hate us. These are people who are hyper into baseball. Okay. These are the guys who were watching like a bunch of games. Baseball or hardball? Like we, American we need, hardball, excuse me. We need to start yeah. doing that because I get confused. Yeah, good call. Yeah. That's what it is. It's hardball. It's going to take some work to convince up people to adopt this nomenclature, but we're on the job. That's right. right. We got to start somewhere. We're on the job. Thanks yeah, for yeah, the yeah, reminder. Yep, yep, yes, yep, yep. We have to use it ourselves. This is hardball. The reason why Reddit is danger zone is that you guys are not on Reddit. That's correct. Our audience is probably not on Reddit looking at slash baseball because they're disengaged just like we are. I don't know where our channel is. Maybe I got to make it. But I know, and I know this because I meet these people in real life and in other places on the internet. There are so many people who think like us. They're just completely disengaged from baseball. And I mean 100% not paying attention. And I'll hear him say something like in a bar at the disc golf course, like, Oh God, I, you know, I heard they're doing the pitch clock. I'm like, yeah, but they were already disengaged, you know, and they only heard about it because there's like a joke on the tonight show about it. <laughs> well, dude, I'm listening to talk shows on the radio and stuff. And they're like, does anybody even want to talk about baseball or should we just keep talking about basketball? And, <laughs> um, well, we haven't talked about baseball in a long time. Like maybe we should take 20 minutes and, uh, see if there's anybody calls in. And then, like, they're like, literally, like, does anybody uh, care? Or does, should we just move on? Or we should call into shows. Yeah, and then they did get a couple callers because the question to the audience was, "How much do you care?" And he took four calls. The first two calls were guys, "Oh no, no I don't care. Talk about basketball." Oh, like, hurry up! <laughs> so, so hard. <laughs> yep. And then, like, the third guy, he's like, "I care so much, you guys. I can't believe what is mm. happening to our game." Mm. Mm. end of call and then the fourth guy's like no i don't care let's talk about basketball so, so you're saying one in four men i'm saying 25 percent of people <laughs> there we go guys <laughs> hey by the way you fuckers i placed a magic wand in your hand and you didn't even place it in mine so listen up. <laughs> oh no listen up oh we suck what god apologies it's so obvious come on a3 you've been talking about self-governing if you are a guy that plows catchers, you get plunked. It solves the deal. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. It wasn't an easy decision for me to go, I don't think this is a good idea. What if now you just ended two careers instead of one? I don't know, man. I don't think you have any choice. I think you have to reinstate it because the hard knock version of baseball can't really be ignored. It should exist and be self-governing would be my opinion. If you want to plow the catcher and it wasn't called for, there will be consequences. Yeah. So when you guys say self-governing, I just want to say like I'm not too familiar with this phrase or this term when you're talking about baseball. 
Like when you say that, I'm a little confused. Like I think they're going to throw at you. When I think that, I think, okay, I'm going to go back to Frisbees again because I just am. Um, it means they're going to throw at you. They're going to throw in the at game. You. Ultimate Frisbee, they call their own fouls, basically. Okay. Yeah. It's more of a pure thing. So when you say self, can you explain self-governing a little bit more? Plunking. Yeah, it's basically Straight up. there would be less restrictions on a pitcher's throwing at a player. They're going to throw at you if you do something. It was the umpire's discretion, but that could be changing soon. But anyway, basically what I mean is understood that part of the game, if you're a dumb shit and you do dumb things, uh, you can get thrown at. And there's an overall morality to baseball, and usually teams have a pretty good idea of who's dirty and who's not. Right. And if there was leniency towards throwing at dirty players occasionally to self-govern, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Would you say we're losing that? Or I feel it's... like it's been lost big time. I'm not saying I would root for this version, but from what I've been told, base runners like Ty Cobb would spike people quite often. Mm. But people didn't really retaliate against him all that much because they didn't want to be on his shit list. So by being kind of a tough guy, he could squeeze his way into the league. I'm not saying that's necessarily my favorite type of player, but I wouldn't necessarily eliminate that type of player either because I think baseball is best when it's a tough guy sport. And if you're not tough enough, that's kind of too bad. That's my favorite version of baseball, yeah. theoretically. No matter how you change the rules, you're still going to give the ball to the pitcher mm -hmm. who's going to throw it near that guy with the bat. Mm -hmm. That's still one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. No matter how short left field is, right. even if there's 17 zones, <laughs> it's still one-on-one -on -one when it comes down to it, right? I mean, currently, yeah. <laughs> there might be a game where there's two pitchers at once and you could hit either ball. Oh, well, now that's 100 years down. That should have been... Yeah, no, in 2050, <laughs> we have uh, Crystal Ball, and it has told us that <laughs> with the advent of cybernetic arm implants and robotic arms, pitchers were throwing too fast. So we've eliminated the position of pitcher and we've replaced it with a pitching machine. Right, right, right. For safety. It's the derby. Yeah. And then all the fans watching get to vote on which pitch is about to get pitched and majority rules. 77 miles an hour down the middle and you just push the button. Boing. Just groove it, baby. Give me some meatballs. When will MLB be in the metaverse? Ready what the fuck even is the metaverse, right? Can anyone describe that? No, not even people who work at Facebook can tell you what it actually means. Hmm. It means investors giving you money to like build something that no one wants. That's what it is. Sounds great. If you've read Ready Player One, maybe you've got actually like a kind of idea about what a metaverse might be. But I guarantee you, like if you're watching Facebook videos, you have no clue what a metaverse might actually look like. We're, we're talking about, a, you know, a virtual reality experience that becomes ubiquitous, much like something that becomes a brand that everyone uses. Um, that's that's rare in our site, but it happens, you know. Something that comes close these days might be iPhones. You know, I think like when you sample, let's say women, like almost all of them have iPhones. You know, that's a ubiquitous piece of technology, right? So the idea is that we are get so into VR, we get so into these alternate realities. However you access them, you could do them through a computer screen. You don't necessarily have to be wearing a headset, right? But we end up at some singularity where there's just this unified platform where everyone is walking around with a fake avatar, you know, like in their underwear, that's what the metaverse is, and it's nobody's really asking for it. And when Facebook Meta comes up with uh, work from home stuff where people can virtually like sit around a table, nobody wants to use it yet, but it will get better. Hmm. Wait, did you say 
women are more likely to have iPhones. Oh, yeah. Was that the most interesting thing I just said? <laughs> yeah, that was the sticking point for me. <laughs> uh, so, Is that true? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a software developer, a mobile developer. Yes, I know these things. So what does it mean if my wife doesn't have an iPhone? What do I draw from that? It means she's cool, actually, because iPhones oh. are, in my opinion, like a, a little more expensive than they should be. Yeah. Well, I'm sure most people think that. Well, in terms of the technology, if you buy a, like an Android phone, you can get a lot. You can get the same uh, phone see. for way, 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 way less, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of like the camera and the processor. And what does that say know. about dudes who have iPhones? Because I have an iPhone. What does that say about me? <laughs> um, well, you actually, if you're a player, you need an iPhone because... Bitches don't respect a man with an Android. They think you broke. Mm. <laughs> so cheap ass. Let's just let's just say I phrase that question with just the uh, virtual world, not just yeah. specifically the metaverse. I didn't mean to take it down that. Well, again, there mm. is no the metaverse. It doesn't exist, right? So picture this. All right. So you guys got your, your goggles on, your virtual reality goggles on, right? right? Okay. So we click in, we dial in. We're like, hey, let's get there at 635. Let's turn our shit on at 635 so we can all get in the metaverse early. And we're going to no, we're gonna attend a game in virtual reality. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm hearing. The NBA has something like this where you can feel like you put on your VR headset and it feels like you're sitting courtside. And a lot of people actually fucking do this. They're doing exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're all hitting the button at 635 to begin tailgating virtually, right? Oh, yeah. So we mm. all get in. We're a spot. We're literally tailgating. Meanwhile, other people are popping in in our area. Like, okay. they're hitting the button as well. Can we play well. Frisbee with them? We, pro- I don't know yet. Yes. But look, now you're getting the whole pregame stuff that's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, there's the Golden Gate Bridge in the background mm, and, like, rainbows and just people paragliding and whatever. Oh, God. It's <laughs> like- <laughs> Baseball with Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. And just all of a sudden, like the crowd just starts popping up here and there like you see him out there. And if everyone is virtual, everyone's sitting right behind home plate. Why would you sit anywhere else? Especially if you have a baby. All right. Here's where our seat is. Guys, check it out. We go exactly where Joyous would be. But we're in a hot air balloon about 100 feet above that. (laughs) Okay, you got to explain what Joyous is ASAP. Joyce was a boat that I got to sit in the bay for a few playoff Giants games, and it was a hell of a lot of fun. We had another boat after that you also sat on in the bay oh, great. for other Giants playoff victories. Whatever boat I was on each time, Joyce is the name I remember. Yeah, that was the sailboat. Yeah, great. That was the first one. Excellent. Yep. Shout out to Brandon. Yep. Just excellent. Looking to buy a $12 Metaverse beers. Yeah. No, 12? That sounds cheap. <laughs> you know, in the last episode, I made a joke and then oh, and then I said something about 17, 18, $19 beers. And then I thought to myself, yeah. they're actually like 24 now. Oh. I know. Inflation. Well, at the A's game, I remember hearing 14. I almost shit my pants. <laughs> but I had already prepared you for 20. I was talking right. 20 to you, but even 24. Before yeah, you had dropped the 24. Yeah. I have paid 24 for a craft beer. But this year, they have proudly announced... Yep, it's coming. Nine dollar beers, some nine dollar beers, probably Coors Light. Do they sell programs still? They did last time I was there. Mm. My question is, is you know same cup size or what? They go down to like nine ounces instead of sixteen. Oh, I'm sure it'll be smaller. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Well, I can't wait to see it. It's the first thing I want to see this year when I go to a game. Show me this nine dollar beer, and and let me show you my gratitude for your charity. A (laughs) one. How about? (laughs) <laughs> Yo, like, gotta know your thoughts on the balanced schedule. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, the balanced schedule. Um, I personally think it's more interesting to have American National have a direct line where you don't play each other. I do like the idea of maybe one series against one team on the, in the other league, but anything more than that to me is just not as fun or interesting, especially if one league is DH and one isn't. Well, lucky for you, you don't have that anymore. So balanced schedule to me is just full-blown joke, complete <laughs> fucking utter joke. You don't joke. like the Giants opening day 2023 I mean, to be in the Bronx? That's always the argument you can make is wouldn't you want to play in Fenway? And you're like, yeah, I would, I guess, but actually yeah, in the World Series, my team's the Giants. So if I want to catch a fucking Red Sox game, I will. Because mm. of the balanced schedule, the Giants and the Dodgers play each other 10 times. Yeah, just very not into that part of it at all. <laughs> Can we just take a step back and ask the question again? Like, why do we even have two leagues now? There's yeah, it's a great question. It's a fabulous question. I mean, it doesn't there matter. is no difference. That's the best question yeah. of the night. It's just a logo now. It's nothing other than that. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that we're all about trying to universalize this game. Now that I'm embracing this, let's blow it up. I guess my biggest thing is all of these band-aids of rule changes and horseshit that we're having to watch. I'm terrified we're going to lose 162. To me, that's the thing mm-hmm. that's... That's the mm. big issue here is all this shit is catering to a type of baseball that old fans don't care for. And the next thing you know, it's going to be a play in tournament. And I forget who it was. It was a, uh, I've been Hosmer or, or Joey Gallo or some insert first baseman here. And it was like 162 is a long season. Like we get tired and it's like, yeah, of course you do. It's an endurance game and it's not for everyone and you get paid a ton of money. So shut the fuck up and go play the game. <laughs> and if we totally. lose 162, we don't have any connection to the past. It's over. The things that you can tell. So what do you think? We're going to lose it or, or everything is, it- is pointing towards we don't need 162 because I mean, look at the playoff structure. They're already doing the play in things. It's must see TV. And why are we playing regular season games? Who gives a shit about Giants versus Royals in April? Let's just turn that into a playoff game and the season will end on Christmas and it'll be Christmas Day TV and it'll be awesome. And I think that's <laughs> tattering me. A3, I got to tell you, I have actually read articles and I, this is not a joke. I'm not making this up. Oh, great. This is great. Where they're talking about how the spring games are the lowest attended games. The what games? The spring games are the lowest attended games. April baseball gone. (laughs) Yeah, when the kids get out of school and stuff, like there's more. There's a spike. Attendance goes way up. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. because I'm going into the Lions Pit, you guys, for this show. I'm going to Reddit. I'm going to MLB forums. I'm reading articles. Why would they post an article talking about how the springtime games are the least attended games? Why would they do that? Good point. This is not a conspiracy theorist. Like, I don't need to wear a tinfoil hat to know exactly why they're printing articles like that. Right. Mm. And it's speaking to what A3 is talking about. Of course, we're of course we're going to lose 162. We're losing April. They keep expanding. If they keep expanding the playoffs, they have to cut it, or the players are going to. It's just going to be in the next agreement. The next time the players come up, they're going to agree to it, and the owners are going to love it too. They don't care. Okay, those are some of the games where they actually lose money in some of these states. We all know that baseball is. I don't think it's as demanding physically as basketball and football. You get 82 chances to see a game live at home. And to me, that was like the whole point of it. We lose our connection to the past of the game. And I think it's terrifying. 
I mean, I love the long season. Like where if you miss a game yesterday, you can catch a game today. You know, that's that's baseball for you, right? Right. But I don't know if that's me. That That's the popular ideology these well, days. You know, that's going to attract or save the game. But 162 is based on people coming to the park. That's why we have 162. People getting off their ass, going somewhere in a car to a ballpark, okay? Like, pays the bills. Or however they got there. Hopefully they took public transportation, whatever, okay? But that's not where the money is anymore. The money is now in the TV contracts. The vast majority of the money comes from the TV contracts. For sure. So we're going to get a sport that's tailoring itself to be a TV product. We've already seen a thousand examples of this. Correct. 162 dying will just be another one of those things. Totally. And yeah, we're going to get way bigger playoffs. Of course, of course. All right. A3, here's the thing. Uh, I have no problem cutting the season to 154, and I wouldn't necessarily do 148, but I would accept it. And the only reason those numbers seem okay is because that's how long the seasons used to be. Sure. So there'd yeah. kind of be a mm. link there. Is that something you'd mm. be open to, perhaps? Yes, absolutely. But like, you're talking about a 120 game season now. Not even 100. Expanded. Yeah, playoffs. like that's not how this is going to go. I guess I mm. just have to take it on the chin. But what are you going to do? But No, we're going to make a podcast and complain about it. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> okay, how about this? In the yeah. time machine, how long till 162 number changes? Take us in your time machine. Mm. What's your prediction? And I know it's hopefully never. That's an A4 question. He's got the time machine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's like asking, like, when do you think you're going to die? <laughs> okay. okay, that's a great point. I renege on my question. Do you that's even want to know? <laughs> Uh, the answer to your question is 24 years 24 oh, years yes. alright you got some time I think in, within 5 years they'll change it to 154 eight, I believe which is what it used to be and then people will be like oh okay well at least there is this. There is a historical link right yeah that's what I'm saying and then the very next year they'll just start lowering it like crazy at 2 games every year yeah because that's how this shit works uh, what yeah. about scheduled double headers if the game is only 2 hours and 15 minutes you think they'll throw us a bone and schedule a double header once a year Maybe once a year. Double headers are outlawed currently, correct? Well, the players hate them. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why we want to get rid of 162. So we can have more space between the games. When it rains, we can make it up easier, right? <laughs> A2, I, I don't know why you are so good at lighting me up. It's <laughs> You say the things that I don't want to hear at the right time, and yeah. then it makes me shake my head. I just want you to know that I appreciate it, but it bums me out at the same time. It happens a lot, yeah. We're all bummed out, trust me. You guys, we're getting to the heart of the matter. I think we're getting to the heart. You guys are really on to something. I mean, this really is a hybrid weird time right now where it's changing big time. I really don't see it going backwards until it's so blown out of proportion until we have to play the game for nostalgia. It should be called correctly. Boy, did we really cover our bases here. That was easy. Yeah.
Yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. This was good. There are so many people who think like us. They're just completely disengaged from baseball. And I mean, a hundred percent not paying attention. And I'll hear him say something like in a bar or at the disc golf course, like, Oh God, I, you know, I heard they're doing the pitch clock. I'm like, yeah, you know, and they only heard about it. Cause there's like a joke on the tonight show about it. <laughs>